Support for this program is provided by Chevron. This is Politico Energy. I'm Kelsey Tamperino. News broke Wednesday that Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer is planning to retire. The 83-year-old, who is part of the court's liberal minority, is expected to retire at the end of the court's term, which concludes in June. During his time in the high court, Breyer often helped produce pragmatic rulings on environmental issues and successfully won over conservative justices in some high-profile environmental cases. With the upcoming court vacancy, Democrats are looking to move as quickly as possible to confirm Breyer's replacement, who the president has already pledged will be a black woman. There are quite a number of people who I think generally are probably very qualified to sit on the Supreme Court for Biden to consider. None of them really have much of a track record in the environmental area. Today, Politico's Alex Guillen on Justice Stephen Breyer's environmental legacy and who might his replacement be. It's Thursday, January 27th. So, Alex, news broke Wednesday that Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer is planning to retire. What's his legacy when it comes to environmental rulings? Ever since Ruth Gader Ginsburg died back in 2020, Breyer has sort of been the de facto leader of the court's liberal wing. He was seen as a fairly reliable vote for environmental protections, regulations, etc., But he was also rather a pragmatist, and a lot of the times he would often potentially find more middle-of-the-road solutions that in the past could win over one or two justices from the court's conservative majority, which of course would be necessary in order to form an opinion that the liberal wing and some of the conservatives could support as a majority opinion. But of course, he could also be more clear. He's actually the last member of the five-justice majority in 2007 who ruled that EPA does have regulatory authority over greenhouse gases under the Clean Air Act. That was a 5-4 case, and three of the dissenters, including the chief justice, are still on the court. But anyway, he's the last of the majority to leave. And Breyer's expected to serve through the end of this term, which includes environmental cases like one that will determine the scope of EPA's climate regulatory authority over power plants. So what does this mean for those cases? Yeah, he'll be sticking around through the end of the term. So he will be here next month in February to hear the oral arguments in the West Virginia challenge to EPA's climate authority. With a ruling expected on that by the end of the term, end of June, late July, this could be among one of the last cases he helps rule on as a justice before he retires. It's looking increasingly like the Clean Water Act case that the court took up might end up getting shifted to the fall term. So Breyer may not be around to rule on that one. If it is moved to the fall term, I think there's a very good chance that his replacement will be confirmed and seated by that time. So whoever replaces Breyer probably will be on the court in that scenario. And on his potential replacement, President Joe Biden, during his campaign, pledged to nominate a black woman to the Supreme Court. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki doubled down on that on Wednesday. What do we know about the likely options for his replacement? Yeah, so I think definitely the person broadly considered to be the front runner is Ketanji Brown Jackson. She is currently a judge on the D.C. Circuit. She was confirmed to that court just last year. Since 2013, she had been sitting on D.C.'s district court. 
So I will say she doesn't have an extensive record on environmental issues, but I think environmentalists would support her nomination and be very glad to see someone like her on the court. There are a couple of other names that have been floating around as President Biden is doing his due diligence on this issue. One of them is Leandra Kruger. She's a justice on the California Supreme Court. She's known as something of a moderate broadly, so that's another choice. J. Michelle Childs, she is a federal judge in South Carolina who just recently Biden nominated to the D.C. Circuit. She is strongly supported by Jim Clyburn from South Carolina. And then uh, there are a few other names floating around. One of them, for example, is Eunice Lee, a black woman who was confirmed to the Second Circuit Court of Appeals in New York just last year. So quite a number of people who I think generally are probably very qualified to sit on the Supreme Court for Biden to consider. None of them really have much of a track record in the environmental area, but everyone gets pretty thoroughly vetted these days. So I would imagine that pretty much anyone Biden nominates would be broadly supported by environmentalists. Also on Wednesday, the Environmental Protection Agency announced a suite of actions to boost environmental justice communities in the South. Those actions will target communities that have been historically subjected to disproportionate pollution levels, including around chemical plants in Louisiana and Texas. The actions, though, come as environmental justice advocates have increasingly expressed disappointment with the lack of progress on these issues by the Biden administration to date. Advocates are also concerned about the departure of two top environmental justice officials from the White House this month, raising questions about work falling behind schedule. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our newsletter at politico.com slash morningenergy. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Kelsey Tamburino, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Support for this program is provided by Chevron. Chevron's El Segundo refinery is looking to turn plant-based oil into renewable gasoline, jet, and diesel fuels. Because it's only human to want to power a better future. Learn more at chevron.com slash lower carbon.